this is Rosie and Megan, and you are listening to Unedited. So, um, I'm just not going to mention the fact that we skipped a week. Yeah. Sorry. What? What? <coughs> uh, no, what? Uh, nothing? Episode 17. Welcome. Cool. Um, yeah, episode 17 is kind of exciting because we're 17 we are 17 so it's like when you're 14 and your birthday's on the 14th so it's like the same day and it's all exciting wait a minute what about millennium people like millennium babies that's not fair they get to have they have like every year only like in the year so if you're one then you know that exactly one exactly you know it's 2002 well it's really exciting that we got to live through a millennium if you think about it because like 2000 like not only is it like a cool number like 2000 but it's only 1,000 after the first 1,000, so it's not, like, some insignificant, like, oh, 6,000. Second the best! Exactly! Exactly! Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of exciting. We're gonna yeah. move back on topic, which is, what Sorry. did we do in the Focus. last week? Uh, last week, I did nothing new. Okay, fine. Like, yearbook stuff, covers new Monday, stress, but that's not bad because we have a good idea. Also, soccer, we finally won our first school game, which is exciting, but um, league soccer is starting up soon. It is, and I'm not going to the first practice because I'm lame. Mm, no, because you're working. Yeah. Same as me. Uh-huh. And I decided that maybe I can just stitch out for the busiest hour, noon till 1.30, and just, like, book it out. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Sorry. No, I, I thought maybe, but... Yeah. <laughs> and my last two weeks basically revolved around waiting for the weekend to come, waiting for, you know, my boy to return to Calgary, hanging oh, out with said boy. Oh, yeah, and then, boy. And then having him leave and being like, this is dumb. That sucks. Yeah. I saw I saw said boy, too. I, That's true. Just, just in case any of you guys were wondering if Megan's boyfriend was imaginary. My boyfriend is totally re- real. Anyway. Focus. Anyway. About some cool things that have been happening, aka shoutouts, woo, shoutouts. Um, we've had some really cool comments about our last topic, which was clicks, as you all may recall. Yep. And I'm very excited about the first one because I'm pretty sure that it's my old science teacher. We're on to you. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it. The, DJ uh, Nelly. DJ Nelly. Who who else could it be? It's a pretty cool sign off. Um. Anyway, as so DJ Nelly would say. In his own words. <laughs> I've always found the whole where people end up after high school thing interesting. I see certain cliques having its members going all in one direction, where others go a completely different way. Take the alpha group. Often they don't end up on the alpha end of things later in life, even a couple years later in life. Perhaps they try to dominate high school life because they have an innate sense that their reign on the top of the social food chain is coming to a quick end. Mm. Perhaps that is attributing too many smart points to them, though. <laughs> as for humor, hey, if you can't go through life and have a good laugh as often as you can, it gets too stressful. Relax, enjoy the ride that is life. A slight change in perspective can turn almost anything from stressful to amusing. This might reduce your therapy bill later in life. Wise words. And um, as Megan mentioned while we were talking about this, you know, reducing that therapy bill, quite a quite a good goal. Exactly. I mean, I with the way the economy is, can you really afford to be screwed up? <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, I enjoyed the comment about the alpha group and how they might go different directions, which is quite interesting. And also enjoy the comment about their subconscious, like, dread that their days of rain or over yeah um peak two sooners it's, it's a shame oh good one yes except 
no we're, i mean we're not mean anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, our next comment is from andrea hey andrea how's it going um she said when i lived in australia i went to, to a private girls school where clicks were a problem at lunchtime we sat with our groups in a circle on the field this way having it nearly impossible to make new friends now i'm glad i live in some place where it is easily to ming easy to mingle and talk to new people without usually being judged straight off on the friendship group i'm in so thanks for that comment and that's kind of disturbing not disturbing but like freaky that so many people are like in on this you know yeah that it would be like some sort of like gossip girl thing where everybody is in a clique well i don't <gasps> i feel like i have a group exists. of i feel like i have a group of friends but like not a clique yeah that, I like agree. no one could come in and i can't get out it's not like i'm socially Restrained. isolated yeah yeah there's no no invisible walls keeping me from the rest of the world <laughs> oh. yeah anyway, anyway um so yay for public school apparently private school rich kids don't necessarily have all the luck or maybe not private school but like certain yeah that's true anyway our next comment is kind of exciting yeah um it's responding to the last comment um it's so it's referring to it you'll understand what i actually say but the exciting part it's from Australia. Yes, Erin sent us a comment, and, like, maybe Andrea was like, hey, Erin, because she used to live in Australia, maybe she was like, go and listen to this podcast, or maybe someone halfway around the world just found our podcast, which would be just exciting. So, Erin, ah. if you're actually Andrea's friend, don't tell us, just so that we can enjoy this moment. But if you aren't Andrea's friend, maybe you should make friends with her, because she used to go to Australia. But, anyway, Erin says... We're like matchmaking. <laughs> be like, maybe because you guys both know what Australia is like, sort of, then maybe you can be friends and like hang out. <clears throat> anyway, the quote. Yeah. I'm from Australia. I have to agree with the previous comment, but I think this issue can be found anywhere. <gasps> I've actually experienced what it's like to be in both the alpha group and the not-so-popular mm. group. Now I go to such a small school that you have no choice but to pretend to like everyone. Ugh. Although I know for a fact that these groups of girls hate me already. Mm. It's really silly how some people judge so quickly. I agree. I agree as well. Uh, judging is always an issue, which we made sh We should have mentioned that during the clicks, the whole judging thing. But just to tell you, Erin, right now we love you so much that obviously our love should like balance this and make up for the girls who hate you they obviously so. don't hate you because we love you so much yeah you're way more popular than they are so totally i mean you're God. popular in canada <laughs> so there <laughs> anyway oh right we have one other comment yes the mysterious comment the mysterious comment which we've decided is either anton or, or clyde fitzgerald We've decided on this Clive Fitzgerald guy because being anonymous is just not cool. Like, fine, you can be anonymous if you really think so. But, but make up a cool sign-off name, like DJ, DJ Nelly. Nelly. Or just, like, find one and enjoy it. it. It's easier to respond to than, like, anonymous one and anonymous two. And so anonymous if you're three. anonymous and you don't want to be known as Anton, then give us a caller and be like, hey, I'm not Anton. I'm just clive fitzgerald moving on to our topic okay it's it's a scary one not a scary one maybe a sort big of, one yeah it's it raises a lot of strong feelings for a lot very of strong feelings and if you might have already guessed it yes we're talking about abortion today but the thing is we don't want to like bore you with the details because everyone already knows a lot on, on the abortion debate 
but we want to raise maybe a couple of ideas, also some different points of view that maybe some people would never think of before. So this article was on this website that Megan um, found. It's basically a website where authors talk about their like views on or support for Obama. Obama, exactly. Yeah, it's basically every young adult author that I read. It's kind of crazy. It's like, how did you guys all get together and support because the candidate? We all I support? Like Megan. Anyway, like, anyway. Okay, so this article talks about basically to its barest bones how um, in the abortion debate we all know that there's either pro-choice or pro-life. And that pro-choice isn't actually that extreme of a view. And that if there was an extreme view that was opposite of pro-life, it would be pro-abortion. In which that it would be... Forcing people to get rid of their children. Yeah, which is just a scary thought. Like, how would that ever work out? Yeah. Well, it basically talks about how pro-choice allows people to make up their own individual minds about the issue, and it doesn't force anyone to believe in any certain set of values. Exactly. So pro-choice could include pro-life. Like, exactly. Like, if you believe in pro-life, then obviously you're going you're, you're gonna to keep the baby. Exactly. You're free to do with, what, with your body what you want. No one, can for, no one who is pro-choice is going to force you to have an abortion when you want to keep your child. It kind of becomes a very polarizing debate with pro-life, pro-choice, but it's actually not the two sides. It's one extreme or the or a moderate view. And then I re- couldn't imagine the third option of the of the extreme. It's of, just so extreme that we don't talk about it. But is it really that like? Well, it's it's almost like the different? Chinese policy of on, of only having one child per family. Yeah. Um that's probably the closest we've gotten and people get really angry about that's that policy. True. But it's know. just so extreme that it's kind of strange to think about it, but I wonder if maybe pro-life is also extreme and we just don't realize it because it's been such an like and, argued debate well, for and so, so long. supportive or so supported. And so you don't really see it, but like the idea that the government could force you to do something with your body that way almost when you look at it that in that position it does it it does take on a different tenor than if you think of it as life begins at conception and that mm-hmm. it would be you're dealing with someone else's life i don't I, know what are we yeah i'm definitely pro choice i pretty much always have been i'm mostly pro choice because it is an, an individual's right to choose in my personal opinion if you're pro life and you think that's murder well, are you going to go and, like, force murderers not to murder? Like, it, it's them. They're the ones who are going to be a murderer. You, I just don't see why people who are pro-choice would be forcing something so, like, heavily upon other people well, when it's, like, their choice. Like, I think we both are, are on the pro-choice bandwagon and we see it as a personal choice, whereas, like, if you're pro-life, you think that it's murder and it's the same... And it's the same way that we we get all up in tents when someone else kills another person. Because we're just like, you yeah, can't go I around doing that. I suppose that was a bad yeah. analogy. But what I'm trying to say is that it would just be strange to be forcing your view on someone else when someone else believes in such a, like, moderate, moderate position. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see where you're coming from. I'm definitely... With most of my views, I'm very much... You can think what you think. I'll... I'll be over here thinking what I think. That's cool. We can yeah. both coexist. I think that's a very Canadian thing to yeah. go about because we're very multiculturalism. Yeah. So it's just like, you can go be, you know, whatever you want whatever over you here. Want, I'm going to go, like, do my thing. <laughs> and um, I'll eat your food at, like, festivals and conventions. Yeah. And I'll enjoy it. Yeah. And life is grand. So, I don't know. I feel like 
abortion has never been a huge thing in Canadian politics. Yeah, that I, since I've been alive, like I've never really had the huge thing. Whereas in the United States, it's Roe versus Wade it's every just been election. One of those, yeah, and it's, it's been um, one of those things that we just talk about a lot. Yeah, but it's one of those good debates where people always have views and strong feelings. Definitely. But one of the things that are always that always comes up in the debate is when does life start? Exactly, and I think that um, making that distinction is where a lot of people put that line because it's so gray. Well, you just don't know. Exactly. You don't, you can't really know when a person becomes a person. Is it when they're born? Or when they start to remember stuff? Like, or when, is it at, um, most pro-lifers believe that it starts as soon as the sperm and the egg, like, meet. Conception. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, that's it. I think in Alberta, you can have an abortion after. Before the five months, month? maybe. To, I, I, I think it's five. Was I well, I, I should have looked this up. I think but... Alberta and Saskatchewan are one month apart, or something like that. And one of them's five, one of them's six. Maybe four and five. I don't know. Something close to there. Yeah. Um. I. Th- I'm not sure. Personally, I think life begins when the child could be born and sustain itself. Yeah. Because then it's a person, and that's just. Like, that's, I feel like that's when a person is a person. Whereas, like, if if it would be born naturally and not survive, yeah, then you're not killing it. Yeah, I understand. I, mean? I understand. You, um, I understand. Because it's almost like part of a mother before yeah. it's born. Yeah. It's so it's hard tissue. to make that distinction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's fair. Mm-hmm. I've always, remember Juno when, like, yeah. Her, she tells her about the fingernails. That kind of got me. And then mm-hmm. I was watching it with a bunch of people, and they're like, so? <laughs> I was like, don't you see the distinction of fingernails? Like, uh. we don't want to go into gritty details because everyone already knows about it. Yeah. Well, mm, we in English class the other day, which is the reason why we're doing this topic because we were thinking, talking about it in English class, but they were talking about how when abortion was illegal in the United States, I don't know when it was illegal in Canada. I know more about it in the United States because in the United States, it's a big, it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's still a big thing. They would talk about how like people would have backstreet abortions because they couldn't get them legally. And so things could go horribly, horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. And just like the techniques that people used and it's just, Ugh, it's horrific to think scary. about. I can't even, I, like I would give you examples, except then I would shiver and you would have Reminds to hear me, me like. the other Berlin girl. But like with the backstreet abortions, the thing is, it's, so unsafe and people have always um attempted to get rid of unwanted pregnancies throughout history because bringing a new another person to the the this world is a huge responsibility and often that's not what's going through your head when it's strange to think happen. that all the people that maybe are least qualified to have children are the ones who have the most yeah and then while some people who are like have high job career high powered careers or something like that now, their well, time's just ticking well, the thing is, just because you have money doesn't mean you are a good parent. But um, I think what you're trying to get there here is people who are most able to provide for a child have. Yeah. Or even just, maybe just not even the idea that people who are more qualified, quote, 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 unquote, are able to. But more, more on the side that people who aren't able to sustain so many children have a lot. Well, the thing is, um, if you listen to spoken word you might have heard of jb kilstein he has a poem called can gays adopt yet adopt yet the a rhetorical poem and he talks about how homosexuals in the united states aren't allowed to adopt in some states i'm not sure what the general rules is you have 
people who are in loving, stable relationships who want children but can't have them. And then people who, oh, the condom broke. Yeah. So I have a kid. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. That's a shame. (laughs) And it's just like, how are you more qualified to have this child than this loving, stable couple who wants a kid really, really badly? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But the whole backstreet abortion thing, what I was getting at, is that that is a huge health risk. One of the main arguments, I would say, to ha- to legalize abortion, like, a- apart from anything else, is that it will happen whether it's legal or not. Yeah. And if it's legal, you can monitor it, you can put rules on it, and you can yeah. make sure that it isn't killing people by accident. Yeah. And it's not just, like, the 17-year-old girl who got pregnant. Yeah. And, oh, crap, she needs to get rid of her baby, but she can't get... Yeah. the proper funds or whatever or and so she go ends up dead bleeding out in a back alley shiver yeah it's just well fine. that kind of reminds me like when you were talking about the monitoring part about how um technology is coming out now that you can see your baby's dna or like genes mm-hmm. while they're still in utero mm-hmm. wait is that the right terminology it, it, before they're anyway, actually like born exactly and so some people may choose to terminate a pregnancy if they realize that the baby is gonna have a disorder mm-hmm. or possibility of disease or something like that well they definitely do that with down syndrome i think they yeah do, down they, syndrome they do exactly checks and stuff which reminds me as well of this book that i read a while back did you ever read my sister's keeper no, but I've heard it's really, really sad. Basically, the premise behind that is that um, a couple has a child because their older daughter had leukemia, and so they had this child to be a perfect bone marrow match mm-hmm. so that when... They needed a bone marrow. Exactly. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting to think about in the abortion mm-hmm. debate. I mean, is that, is that even Valid. ethical? Yeah. Like, um, no, I totally can see that point of view, and... I hate the whole idea of like designer babies and that sort of thing so and do like I. um and choosing between and it just I think it's wrong but I don't think it's a, it's wrong to be like my baby's going to have this disease I don't want them to live that way I don't know if I could deal with it mhm so well in that way I'm also pro choice yeah I I have no idea how I would go with that decision cuz it would be like you when if you're doing something that you know is gonna hurt someone else, yeah, it's really hard to decide to do that. Cause there are different views when it gets to that point. Yeah, you're saying I want to terminate this pregnancy because of this, not because of this. Yeah, yeah. And like, what if what are good reasons? What yeah, are bad like who reasons? Who gets to play God here? Yeah, and how how do these choices get made? And so it's it's a complex issue, and I think there's a lot Very. of different sides to it. And um, I know both of us are pro-choice, so... Um, what if, are you guys? Yeah, if someone is pro-life and they want to leave a rambly comment about, like, why they think that, we'll totally read it out. And, and we would love to hear yeah, from pro-choice. So, or pro-life. Yes, we would love to hear from another point of view. So go on, tell us what you think, and uh, we'll probably put it on unless you going to call us names, and then we'll just, like, have to put bleeps in between. Bleep. Angry. But we're sure that won't happen. Anyway. Anyway, um, quickly to wrap this up before it goes to half an hour, maybe we'll go on to our fake oh, fact. Okay. So our fake fact of the week is 25% of people were accidents. <gasps> Oops. I thought that maybe I was an accident for a bit because I was born 10 years after my sister, but my dad confirmed my suspicions that I wasn't. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I wasn't an accident, everyone. I know. But I was born from C-section, so that explains a bit of my weirdness. I didn't want to come out. (laughs) I didn't want to come out. (laughs) I just didn't. Oh, I know um, someone, I think a year older than me, found out that they were an accident. They just, like, rocked their world because they were just like... That's hilarious. I... My parents didn't want me on purpose. Um, yeah, so that's always... It's kind of sad, but at the same time, I don't think I've ever really heard much of a story. I mean, clearly your parents aren't going to tell you you were an accident, and I really regret, you know, keeping yeah. you around. But um, I think most of the time you end up with good, with happy endings, where it's just like, yeah, you know what? I'm glad. You you were a happy you accident. You turned out to be a pretty good yeah, good person. Well, I know... We'll um, keep you, you know. <laughs> we're not going to drop you off at the orphanage. Well, I know my mom's best friend, they had two kids. They were they were happy, hanging out, you know, and, and then they, um, they, they went on a second honeymoon to Paris. Ah! Their third so... child's name is Paris, actually. Cool. Their, their middle name. Yeah. Um, that's so, cool. Yeah. Whoa, that's cool! <laughs> So I was conceived in Paris. Yeah, that and would... my middle name's Paris. Haha. <laughs> so that would be that would be kind of funny. Anyway, people, we expect some long rambling comments from you this week. We're not kidding. If you hear this podcast, we want to hear what you think. Even if like you're one of those listeners who you're normally like, hmm, cool podcast, two ladies comment. No, get off your bum, go comment. Yeah. Well, it's actually really entertaining, and even if you just want to like. Put your tally in and just be like, I believe this. And like one sentence. One sentence is not hard. Especially if you just directly download from the website and you don't subscribe. It's just like, you just, you can, you're right there. It's looking at you in the eye. It's looking at you. It's got puppy dial guys and it's just all like, talk to me. Okay, talk to me. Okay, so our site is Megan. Uneditedpodcast.blogspot.com And if you want to give us an email, it is always unedited at gmail.com so thanks a lot for listening everyone remember especially in this episode these are our opinions and that is it so you guys can call us on it and we'll be happy yeah all right the world is great um i'm megan and i'm rosie and we're unedited our news is going to be huge no 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 what's going on what's going on stop work computer love me (laughs) love me i'm gonna laugh a lot if this is still recording but i don't think it is no i'm pretty sure it's dead okay i just checked my battery like two seconds ago and it was full why didn't you keep it um because it sucks the battery more and more oh sweet what did it record Let's listen to